0: Law
1: Talk Radio Hello and good afternoon listeners This is Nick Augustine and I am your host On this episode of Law Talk Radio Produced by Lone Star Content Marketing Brought to you in part by Members' Choice Federal Credit Union In Denton, Texas on Unicorn Lake Boulevard You may be eligible to join Members' Choice If you live, work, worship or attend school In Denton or Argyle, Texas I join Members' Choice because they're locally owned and operated, and offer a level of personal service I otherwise cannot find. And let me tell you, all listening, that I went over there last week. Uh, just went into the branch during. Uh, it was on Halloween. It was on Friday, and that place was decked out in Halloween decorations to the point it was. Uh, I thought they, I thought it was stepped into a haunted house, not a credit union. At any rate, they take their. They take the credit union seriously. They take their customers seriously and it's just a fun place. Um, you know, I don't know how many people enjoy going to the bank or a credit union, but I do. So, <laughs> anyways, Member's Choice Federal Credit Union in Denton, Texas. It's a great place. I want to remind everybody listening to this program today to remember to be kind and share the links in your social media pages when you see something you'd like to share with others. Of course, of all of our podcast channels and programs are available on our website located at LoneStarContentMarketing.com you can always find our shows on our Law Talk Radio Facebook page as well. Today's show is episode 34 in the series on building in your law practice with Jim Thompson and Nick Augustine. And today our title is Reconnecting with Clients and Nurturing Personal and Professional Relationships. Because relationship management takes time and effort. And when we work at it, we can develop long-term relationships with people we know, like, and trust, and become a person whose call is surely going to be answered when someone else needs a favor or a referral. Uh, you know, we always know those people who say, oh, I'll always, I'll always take this call or answer this text. Well, why is it then that we're so good at meeting these new people but not converting them into trusted allies in business? It's a question that a lot of people have on their mind, and they don't know really how to do it all the time. So today we're going to take a closer look at reconnecting with clients, fostering those relationships, and really converting new people we meet into friends. All right, and who's going to tell us about it? Well, Jim Thompson. He is the author of the book, Why Attorneys Fail to Get the Referrals They Deserve and Need to Grow Their Practice and What They Can Do About It. And we talk about this because referrals are the lifeblood of our business and especially with lawyers. And If we're not getting referrals, we need to address that. So that's what we do. Uh, Jim Thompson is hes a retired lawyer. And he's well known for helping attorneys get on track to earning more clients through simple Cost-effective activities. We're talking just before the show here. We don't know why people make marketing so complicated. It doesn't need to be just because we have a complex service to practice, doesn't mean that it has to be complicated telling people about it. So anyhow, Jim again is the author of this book, Why Lawyers Fail to Get the Referrals They Need and What They Can Do About It. Jim will give us the email, so you can email him and request a a digital copy of that book. Um, Again, my name is Nick Augustine, and uh, I'm the the uh, principle of Lone Star Content Marketing. And what we do is we have lawyers share their stories and share tips about practice areas by writing and managing their blog content, social media, and producing internet radio podcasts and newsletters and all the other press releases and uh, good stuff in the PR and marketing arena. As a general disclaimer of this program, anyone listening should know that this is a general information program. And any, any advice shared on the program on Law Talk Radio is not legal advice. Communication with any attorneys on our show does not give rise to an attorney-client relationship. Anyone with questions should consult an attorney in their area, or a professional, depending on the subject matter, I suppose. Of course, all rights to this broadcast are reserved, so it is time to get rolling here and say hello to Jim Thompson. Hey,
0: Nick. How you doing, Uh I understand you've had a couple of nice days of weather down in Texas, and that's great. We are uh, kind of under, under I don't know, looks like almost like there's a snow out there today. So I guess yeah, we're I getting ready for the, the <laughs> snow season. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it, it's, don't miss it. Yes. No, I, I checked out my snow blower the other day. It's working, so we're in good shape. But, you know, we, as, as me you mentioned, some. we were talking. <laughs> oh, all right. I just <laughs> shoot on up here and you can shovel my driveway. Be uh,
1: careful. Anyway,
0: uh, Yeah. We we were talking, you know, as you mentioned earlier, off off before the show started, about how complicated people try to make their marketing. And and when I talk to attorneys and, and what we did I I was at a Chicago bar solo meeting, uh kind of a round table with about thirty attorneys there the other day. Um, most of them solo, most of them young, but there were some attorneys that had been practicing quite a while, or uh, it was kind of interesting, there were some attorneys that were practicing for a while, got out of the practice by virtue of going, say, with an in-house counsel or something, and now have gotten back into practicing um, and building a law practice again. So we had some some very interesting um, discussions. But one of the things that, that we, we went around the whole um whole gamut of a bunch of stuff, and, and it kept on getting back to, okay, how do we how do we make our marketing, and that's a bad word, but you're going to have to get used to it, uh, how do we make it simple? And, it, you know, it, it gets into this, why do you try to complicate anything? What we're trying to do in our marketing is getting people to know, like, and trust us. Oh, how do you get them to know you? Well, you've got to get out and meet people. People aren't going to meet you if you sit in your office, you know, hoping the phone's going to ring. You've got to get out to networking events. You've got to get out to different things, chambers, whatever works for you. And and I say whatever works for you. You may have to, if you've never done it before, you may have to go to two or three meetings of one particular group to see if, if if you fit in, if you like those people, if you don't like those people, you know, try something else. It is a process. You're not going to get business overnight. You're going to go to a networking event. I really don't like that term, but we're stuck with it, a networking event because everybody seems to know what it is. But you go to an event and, uh, you know, some people will say, Jim, I went and, uh, gee, I've gone two times and I I met some nice people, but I haven't gotten any business out of it. Well, one of the things that came up in our meeting, and we were talking about this as we were on the table, is, okay, you went you met somebody. Then what did you do? I went to the next meeting a month later. Oh, okay, well, what did you do then? Oh, I went to the next meeting a month later. Well, in that two-month or three-month period, what did you do in between? Did you call up Nick and say, hey, Nick, you know, I, I, I really enjoyed talking with you at the meeting the other night. Let's go have coffee. Oh, really? Well, what will that do? That'll take you out of, I, I, and it, it floors me sometimes when when I say, well, what does that do? That takes you out of, hey, I just met Nick. I like you, Nick. I want to talk to you more. I want to find out more about you and how I can help you. Notice I said, I want to find out how I can help you. Make it about them, not about you. Go have coffee. What's coffee cost you? go to Starbucks, it's a couple bucks. Buy somebody coffee. Sit down. Get to know them on a personal level. Find out what makes them uh, I hate to use the phrase, but there's no other way to say it. What makes them tick? What 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 is going to bring you to that person? That person may never, ever do business with you, but that person may become your greatest referral source. You always got to look at it this way. Why are you meeting someone? First of all, to find out how you can help them, and hopefully that they'll help you in return. But don't go into a meeting thinking, well, you know, I, I'm going to go meet Nick today for, for lunch and, you know, gosh, I hope he brings his credit card and buys me lunch. But I, I, I want to go into that meeting knowing how can I help Nick grow his business. And in return, they're going to help you. And We're going to talk about that in just a little bit. But uh, it, it gets back to the know, like, and trust factor. But I think in the little tease we put out, I, I said that I am going to say something profound today that I will guarantee you that if you do what I ask you to do, you will get at least one new client by the end of the
1: year and I can guarantee it Thompson, that's end a challenge boom no bucket involved
0: nothing nothing and and it's very simple and I'm going to say it this way one of the things that I come across a lot of attorneys um, who, who have built up a practice maybe been in practice two three four years and longer and, and they have clients. And when I ask them, well, you know, what are you doing to reconnect with somebody that, say, you did an estate plan for, say, you did a personal injury case for, and you did a good job, they liked you, but have you stayed in touch with that person? And it's, yeah, I meant to, or gee, I never thought about it, or the whole the whole gamut really gets back to, no, I did not, and and, and why? Mm, many reasons. One of the reasons they say is, Jim, I just don't know how to stay in touch with them. I don't want to sound salesy. I don't want to sound like I'm I'm uh, courting them to get more business and all that. And that's exactly what you don't want to do. But you want to stay in touch. We've preached about this enough. But what we have coming up right now in another couple of weeks, and you got to do it right now, but is perfect. And that is to get your list of clients that you haven't made contact with Maybe it's last month, going on back, depending on how many clients you have. But go back and make a list of your clients that you have not had contact with within, say, the past year. And if you haven't had that many clients, go two years or whatever. You pick it out. You pick the number you want to do, but I want you to pick a number. Uh, Pick 50. Pick 100, whatever that case may be, and sit down and handwrite a thank you note. And it's Thanksgiving, right? An absolute perfect time to send out a non-sales type thank you. You know, it could be as simple and and everything should be somewhat personalized. I can't tell you what to say. But in general, you know, hey, Nick, uh, I was just thinking about you at Thanksgiving time. Thank you. Uh, I I just want to know. I hope everything's going well for you and your family. You don't even have to say thank you for your business or whatever. You know, I was just thinking about you, and I hope everything is going well for you and your family. I will guarantee you that you will get at least one new client if you do that because somebody's going to remember you. Now, when I say new client, it may be an old client that gives you a new matter. So that counts too. But it may be an old client that can refer you to someone. You know, maybe maybe they just had somebody in their family pass away, or or one of their neighbors passed away, and 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 all of a sudden, you know, they 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 find out that their wife had a will or didn't have a will, or or whatever the case may be, and maybe that gets them thinking, gee, maybe I had to call my brother who I know has five kids and doesn't have a will, and I'm going to get stuck doing his estate, so I better better call Nick and 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 get him on the case, and blah blah blah, whatever. You see where I'm going here? It's it's the contact you're going to make. It's going to jack somebody's mind. It's, we talk about this a lot, the, the top-of-the-mind awareness, and that's exactly what it is. And if people aren't thinking about you and don't remember you, they may be going to another lawyer. So you've developed this nice relationship, and all of a sudden, what have you done? You've wasted the time you spent developing develop that relationship. So um, I... Uh, I sat down with a client of mine last week, and I I, I mentioned the same thing. I said to her, I said, well, you know what's coming up uh, in November, don't you? And she says, yeah. And she says, I already sent out, this was a couple weeks ago that she had done this, but I met with her last week. She says, yeah, I've already sent out my Halloween cards. And guess what? She said, I got two people responded that want me to do some more work for them. All she did was send a simple Halloween card. And it works, people. It really, really works. Send out a nice thank you note uh, for Thanksgiving. And then you've got skip Christmas. Everybody does Christmas cards. Christmas cards get thrown out. Then you've got New Year's coming up. But let's just concentrate right on Thanksgiving. Sit down and maybe it's, maybe it's 25 cards. Maybe it's 50 cards. But here's what you do. You hand write a note to everybody. And it can be just as simple as, Nick, I was thinking about you, and I, I, I hope everything's going well with you and your family. Handwrite that out. And, and here's the excuse, Jim, I've got the worst handwriting in the world, blah, blah, blah. You know what? That's just an excuse for not doing it because people don't care what it looks like as far as what, what the writing looks like. It's the fact that you took the time to write it out and you thought about them. Forget about this excuse. Well, I've
1: got terrible handwriting.
0: It just doesn't work anymore. So, so get out of that.
1: Don't. Well, the, the more cards thing. you write, the better the handwriting will get. Think of it that way.
0: <laughs> well, well, yeah, or the worse it gets, whichever way the case would be. But here's the other thing: <laughs> do do not do not have your secretary handwrite it. Now, if you want to have your secretary address the envelope, and, and let me kind of say it this way. When you address the envelope, what you need to do is address it in a blue pen because black pen kind of connotates the, you know, the standardized junk mail. So handwrite it out in a blue pen. Probably your secretary has much better handwriting than you do as far as addressing the envelope, and that's fine. And put a nice commemorative stamp on there. There's a bunch of neat ones out right now. Um, You know, put a commemorative stamp on there, and, 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 that's going to get their attention because nobody else does it. I mean, think about this. When was the last time you got a handwritten note from anybody? And you probably don't even remember when it happened. And the bottom line is you send it out, you are going to be remembered. You're going to be remembered because you're one of the few people that ever thought about them or thought to to thank them and to, to care about them. So you're not being salesy at all. You're just being very, very okay. Again, uh, wishing you a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, hope all's going well with your family. Or haven't heard from you. Whatever the case may be, but kind of personalize it if you can, you know. And um, I guarantee you, by the end of the year, if you do that for the, this Thanksgiving, by the end of the year, you will get at least one new. Matter out of the deal from uh, an old client or a referral from a client, but you will at least get one new client. Mm-hmm. So what's it going to cost? What's what stamps these days? Forty six. I don't remember what they cost. Forty six cents. Uh, so I you send know. out a hundred. You know, so it's forty six dollars. So you know, so you spend two hundred dollars, and you get one new client. We talked about this, I think, last week. What's one new client worth? Is there one new client worth twenty five hundred, two thousand, three thousand, four thousand, five thousand dollars to you?
1: Here's, so another Here's another idea. Here's sure. another idea, Jim. Um, postcards. Now, if we want to get creative, um, making postcards, Jim, I think we both know Louisa. Um, I, mean, I mean, Louisa doesn't even need a last name in the Chicago suburbs in DuPage, but Louisa, Louisa Bueller, uh told me a story once, and she has a, a company called The Higher Solution, and they do um, the contract to permanent placement, uh, light industrial and business. So they're a uh staffing and employment agency and she told me a story once about first she says postcards are great because postcards uh at a bulk rate are you get a discount, it's much more affordable than uh you know, you save a lot of money. The money that you spend in getting the postcards made and printed that are your own postcards, how designed how you want it with your message. Um, it's really like a, a really such a good idea. And she told the story of a gentleman who um, had shifted gears and you know went into a different career, but had we just basically went back to all of the people that the person knew, you know, make a list of all the people you can remember in your life and send them each uh, a postcard. So I mean, people that you went to high school with or college or uh, were in a fraternity or a sorority, or, you know, whatever. Uh, the, you know, it applies to the person, but um, go and send those people a postcard. You know, hey, you know, haven't heard from you. Hope you're doing well. This is what I'm doing these days. Give me a call sometime mm-hmm. let's meet up and he tremendous uh amount of business uh, i guess came from that um just you know the the most unlikely sources and I think that um we tend to think that people are so busy that we're either uh monopolizing their time or disrupting them from work uh in contacting them for no good reason, but I'll tell you some of the best business calls that I have had have been contacts that I just called and say, I have absolutely no reason to call you other than to say hello and see how things are. And um oh yeah. someone actually cares about what's going on in business, you know. It's just let's put this in the calendar if you know, make one of those a day. Um, you know, personal phone call, unexpected, you know, I don't want anything other than to say hello. Um, you know, that in addition to sending out these handwritten cards. So uh, you know the point is you know if 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 you're on a budget and don't want to spend the money on postage or sending out cards or that's too much you can just make a phone call um it's really not that difficult is just pick something to do and just do it
0: but let me let me stop you right there and one thing do not do especially for Thanksgiving do not send an email saying you know kind of a Thanksgiving greeting I mean if, you know we we've all get I've seen these cards that you can go on and you can send a Thanksgiving card to someone and blah blah blah. Don't do that, uh, you know. But then again, let me let me comment on what Nick said. Yeah, I would think for Thanksgiving, don't send a postcard. But, and here's the but, and 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 what I get my clients to do is contact their clients and their referral sources and, and whoever they they've been in contact with at least at least once a month. And there's all, like I, I just used the example of Halloween. There's all kinds of times that you can touch clients. Postcards were, were great. Uh, uh, you know, uh, New Year's cards. No, that's a that's a personal thing. But a postcard in February. Uh, you know, depending on the situation, maybe you come across an article that that's important to one of your clients. Again, you know when their spouses' birthdays are. You know when their kids' birthdays are. Any excuse you can come with, just to send them something that says, "Hi, I'm thinking about you," and it's not salesy. It has nothing to do with soliciting business, if you will. It's just, just, hey Nick, thinking about you. Uh, happy birthday, hey Nick. I uh, understand that your your kid's graduating from college. Hey, great. I know you're you're very excited about that. Hope he's not moving in with you, and he's got a job or whatever. You know, <laughs> depending on what the situation is. The, the the thing is you've got to touch people and you got to touch them in a non, you know, salesy, non-confrontational. You just hit on something very important, Nick. You know, wh- why not call somebody up uh, once in a while? You know, make a list of five people you want to call next week and just call them on the phone. Here's the thing. 90% of it, you'll probably get a voicemail. Okay. And that's going to happen. But you know what you do? You leave a message. Hey, Nick. Sorry I didn't catch you in today, but I was just thinking about you and hope all is going well for you. Mm-hmm. Now, how, how much did that cost you? A minute of your time? Now, if the person does answer the phone, that's great. You can catch up and find out stuff. But even if the person doesn't answer the phone, you have made that introduction. Maybe the person calls you back. Maybe the person doesn't. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is it costs you 30 seconds. You know, mm-hmm. you know. So so you got to start. But here's the thing. Uh, and I will say this, this is, this is the important thing. And I, listen, I'm, I'm terrible doing a lot of this stuff too. I have to make a list of what I'm going to do each day. This is my goal for today. I'm going to call two people. I'm going to send out three notes. I'm going to do this, this, and this. And, and most of this stuff you can get done in an hour. You know, I have attorneys all the time that go, Jim, I I just don't have time to do this stuff. I can guarantee any attorney I talk to that I can get you an hour a day to do your marketing. And it may be in 15-minute blocks. It may be in 10-minute blocks. But what is marketing? Well, and here's, here's what we talked about, I think, last week. Marketing is everything you're doing to tell people what you do as often as you can, and if it's you know, making a quick phone call, if it's sending out a note, if it's, this is marketing. It's, some of it's subliminal. You know, the, the, the Thanksgiving card obviously is very subliminal. Um, New Year's card, subliminal because you're not asking for business. Uh, picking up the phone and calling someone, somewhat subliminal, somewhat not, depending on, you know, how the conversation goes. Hey, Nick, I, geez, you know, I was, I was really thinking about you the other day, and, you know, I want to start doing that blog you've mentioned 50 times to me. I mean, you may have mentioned something fifty times to someone, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. they get it. Maybe they get yep. it because they see their competition doing it. Maybe they get it because their wife came home and said, "Hey, you know that uh, lawyer down the street? I'm, I get all this neat stuff from him, or the doctor's well, office, or the dentist office, or whatever." Yeah.
1: No, you just uh, triggered something in my head too. Um, you're Talking about um, you know never knowing when people want to buy. Um, no, first well two things really. First of all. Uh, when we're doing uh, our traditional marketing work and putting out content and doing everything we're supposed to do, it, we never get to see the the look on the person's face, who sees it reads it, you know, unless they click the share or the like button, you know, on LinkedIn or Facebook, for example, we don't really know, we can't see uh, how that's operating in the background. I mean, you may see someone who thinks, hey, this lawyer is absolutely great, um, I like this divorce lawyer, I'm going to use this person when I pull the trigger on this divorce. But we have no idea when that person, I mean, there's people out there I know from working in divorce law firms where, you know, they... They know how they want to do it. They know what they want to do, but they're waiting for the kids to turn 18, or you know, for example, or something like that. Uh, so we never know who is uh, the process and where people are and in, in making a purchase, whether uh, you know it be service industry stuff or uh, you know products and consumers. We just we can't always uh, see that. Um, you know, the other thing uh, that people tend to sometimes. Just kind of sit back and watch again. You know these things that we can't directly see. We have to just have faith, I guess, that they're going on. But there's people who, if you're in a business and maybe you've changed gears and are into a new business, or you're someone who just started a law firm. Just been uh, getting going for a while. People might just kind of sit and hang around to watch and see what happens with you. And do you have longevity? Do you have staying power in the business? You know, or are you just someone who has hung out their shingle because you otherwise don't have a job or couldn't find a job? Um, you know, so that you know. But you hang out your shingle, and you know, you still um, are still a practitioner for five, six years. This person knows you. They figure, well, this person is either independently wealthy or must be doing something right. I guess they're might they're probably uh worth their salt, so it's just that staying power sometimes that people just you know you may have clients out there that are know that they're gonna to do business with you down the road, but they're just you know they'll wait to see have you been around for a while how long so how long does it take sometimes to get known it may take five years within certain businesses communities, you know especially if it's kind of a um you know uh I guess a better no better word to say it, other than uh, like the old boys network, you know, and we see that in a lot of places. And once you've been around it for a while, people get to know who you are. And once and it's almost like they wait for that one person to do business with them and send them that you know a good referral. And it's like well you know Jim over here he's got a good firm and uh, you know he's working with this this person over here and you know all of a sudden everybody okay well if that it's good enough for that guy it's good enough for me, um, but it just takes time.
0: Well, you know, the other thing too and you kind of just talked a little bit around it to to get referrals, you got to give referrals. And you got to give referrals obviously without yep. the intent or the you know, yep. oh, I'm going to give Nick a referral and he's going to have to give me a referral back and all that. No. Give referrals, you know, and and here's something that you 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 if you can become the go-to person for referrals, Uh, whether it's a plumber, whether it's a banker, whether it's your credit union, whether it's an automobile mechanic, it doesn't have to be giving referrals for other lawyers. If you're the lawyer that uh, uh, people know, they can call you up and say, hey, uh, Jim, uh, do you know a good plumber? They they may have met you at a uh, chamber event. And and you get to Mm -hmm. talking to people and you you get into this mode of, well, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I was I was with my auto mechanic the other day, man. I was having this stupid ping in my car. You know how you go in and it goes ping, 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 and you're telling, and you're telling that little story, and all of a sudden somebody hears that. Well, you know, two days later, a month later, something may happen to their car, and they go, you know, let me let me. It was Jim, the lawyer. Let me let me call Jim and ask who his mechanic was. Now, Jim's in the position of referring, and also becoming a referral. Uh, for the um, for the automobile mechanic. So it helps both ways. Um, you never know how that's going to come back and pay you in spades. I mean, it always does. It comes back. It may be a while before that person, you know, turns around and refers you for anything, but, but don't keep score. I had some, some clients that I've talked to and they go, well, yeah, no, I've given, I've given John so many darn referrals and I don't even think he knows I exist out there. Well, if that's the case, well, you know, there, there's two things. Maybe, maybe he doesn't know you want referrals, you know, and that can happen. But if, if, if you're giving a bunch of referrals, so I get Nick, you know, say eight, nine referrals and I never hear from Nick. I'm going, well, wait a minute. So I'm going to call Nick and say, let's go have coffee, Nick. And I go, Nick, I don't want you to think I'm asking you to give me referrals, but I've given you a number of referrals and I don't seem to be getting anything from you. And if you don't have anybody you can refer to me, that's fine, but I'm just curious, and, and maybe you need to know a little bit more about what I do or or this type of thing, because, you know, find out why you're not getting referred. And, and there may be a legitimate reason, you know. Yeah. And, and one of the reasons is, well, Jim, I've given you referrals, and, uh, you know, I've gotten some bad feedback. Oh, really? From who? Well, Susie Jones said that you did this, this, and this, and didn't return her calls and all that. I Oh, wait a minute, Susie Jones. Let me tell you about Susie Jones. I talked to her for an hour. I couldn't help her. She's called me five or six times, and I've called and left messages. So, or, you know, hey, maybe I did screw up with Susie Jones. And uh, maybe that will make me think, "Hmm, I better not screw up with the other referrals. So, hey, Nick, give me another shot. Send me another referral. I'll see if I can do better. But you start talking about that, and here you are talking about referrals. And it's the old thing that we've gone back to, too. Maybe. Maybe that person doesn't even know you want referrals. And that sounds stupid when I say that, but there are a lot of people out there that, hey, I don't know Nick wants referrals. I mean, he seems to be doing really well. He's driving around in that brand new Mercedes and he's, you know, living in a beautiful house and all this other stuff. He doesn't need my referrals wait a minute, <laughs> he's got a Mercedes payment coming up this month, you know, that type of thing. But you you, you got to let people know that you want referrals. You know, and I just looked at the clock, so we're getting pretty close. Let me just give you my this, – this half hour just always flies by so quickly. Let me give you my email address if you'd like a copy of the book, and, and, and uh, I will send it to you, um, the digital copy. It's uh, J-E-T as in Jet at Marketing resource dot com. That's lawyers dot com. And uh send me an email. I will be glad to to shoot you out the uh ebook copy of my book. All right.
1: So, well, I don't know again, how close I... um, yeah. Well just uh, just one thing I just wanted to remind the folks listening, something you and I talked about briefly before the show. Um you know lawyer marketing does not have to be complex I think that people tend to think that because services can, practice areas can be complex, that we need to be complex in the way that we do the marketing. So what Jim has really done in his book is taken a lot of tried and true uh, methods and things that do work, and sort of, kind of adapted them to uh, the legal profession. Of course, uh, with ethics and professional responsibility, there are always some things to to look at. You know, depending on what state you're in, different rules. Um, you know but at the same time a lot of the things that have worked for generations still work and it's about people and relationships so really it is a a good uh, a good book ebook to read and uh, you know things to think about so um, I just wanted to give that little endorsement so other than that I just want to remind people to uh, definitely be in touch with us um, on the Law Talk Radio Facebook page or through the Lone Star Content Marketing Facebook page send us a message if there's a con um, you know a concept or an idea or something Uh, that people would like to cover. And uh, as we move into doing, we're going back to more Law Talk radio shows, in addition to this one, focusing on specific practice areas and cases in the news. So if anyone has something interesting, for example, the fracking, i got this, I'm staring right down this uh, post-it note with this phone number of this law firm I'm trying to get to come and talk about the legal issues with the fracking ban here in Denton and, and what's going on with that. So I don't know, family law, uh social security law, immigration, uh civil you know, civil civil cases, uh, you know, whatever it is, give us a call. We'd love to do shows on all sorts of interesting topics. So other than that, I just want to remind everyone again, please do your do your part in helping share our content with others. Um, you know, we never know who is looking for help and building their law firm, of course you know, people don't always ask for help, and people want to be prideful, and you know, make it look, as they say, fake it till you make it. So, again, as Jim said, some people with that driving that new Mercedes may have a huge payment, and uh, you know, you can fake it till you make it uh, a little too much sometimes, and people just assume that you're either independently wealthy or have more business than you can shake a stick at. But you know, you never know what's really going on, so um, definitely keep a keep that in mind. So, other than that, Jim, I want to thank you for your time again, as always. My pleasure,
0: Nick. Everybody go out and have a have a super rest of the week.
1: Exactly. And, and Jim, again, remind them of the challenge by Thanksgiving or the end-of-the-year yes. challenge.
0: Well, you, you, you get the note cards out, the, the Thanksgiving cards out by uh, Thanksgiving, so they get it in the mail a couple of days before Thanksgiving. And I guarantee you will get at least one new client, if not more. Somebody there you will you get go. that. There you go. I've been thinking I've been thinking about calling Nick and i better give him a call before somebody else does.
1: There you go. All right. Well okay. good luck everyone and we'll uh follow up and be back next week.
0: Okay, see y'all.
1: Yep.